forever. Dog. I remember watching the original in theaters, and what I remember about it is that, um, wait, was it? Like, someone had tie-in toys, like either McDonald's or Burger King. And like, um, I think it was Burger King. Might have Burger King. I think and it again, was too, because Burger King was black. Burger King definitely was black. And then, and then McDonald's became black. They were like, oh, is no, 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 Burger no. King black? No, 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 no Bray. McDonald's never became. I mean, uh, James, they never became black. McDonald's was like, oh, we are gonna have two separate commercials. We gonna right. have a white people commercial. <laughs> we got a black people commercial. I remember. Yeah, it was. It was Burger King. I remember. Oh, wait, no. What was it? Which one? It was McDonald's. Okay. What? There it is. That's when they was. That's when they started. That's when they. That's when they were like, "Listen, we got to be black." Yo, <laughs> it was I, the promotion for this movie. <laughs> they had to start be like, "Ooh, who, I remember." Like McDonald's also had the superior toys. I mean, it was just like that's the that's the that's the that's the happy meal you wanted, baby. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, McDonald's had the um, the eight. It's like each character came on a a piece of like you know court, basketball court, court floor, and yeah. then if you if you moved it around, they would. It was cool. They were cool. Man, I, I wonder if people that. still have those. And if they're Dude, they're worth probably it. worth so much money. Oh, it looks like the new movie has it with McDonald's too. Hell yeah, there it is. Legacy. <laughs> there it is. Legacy. <laughs> I will say this. I guess I was too young to understand the importance of uh the Space Jam sneaker um that became uber popular after Space Jam. I don't think I knew like, oh, it was worth so much money blah 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 I do own a pair now oh you own say. a pair now I own a pair now clear the, bottom baby of the not the original it's not the original okay. I'm poor I'm, I'm poor I gotta uh, you know I, I was gonna make a crash money. joke but now it's past so I'm not gonna say it anymore. a crash what kind of crash crass <laughs> oh a crass joke uh, <laughs> I was gonna tell a joke in poor taste you were? I feel like that's not a joke. Now James that I'm thing. talking about it and I've said joke like three times, it's like, was that even going to be a joke? <laughs> or was it just something I was going to say? <laughs> Yo, also, I'm looking at the toys from 1996. It doesn't make sense why everybody got on Michael Jordan style shorts, but Lola got on like bike shorts. Well, no, because Lola's a, a well, woman. she's a girl. But she's still playing basketball. Yeah, but she's a, uh, she's a, she's a woman. Like, it, like looking at these toys side by side, it, it is a drastic difference in everybody else's. <laughs> Taz she wore, got on she wore the the uniform jersey in the movie. Why she, she did? Why is she? In, her, her, why is her, she? She's in like jeans. No, she's in like bike. <laughs> so her jersey, at least by these toys, are like a it's like a crop top jersey and like short shorts. Like she got on like the original NBA shorts. While everybody else got on like the Michael Jordan era, like oh we baggy style, right. That don't make no mm-hmm. sense. I never noticed it before, but I'm like, man, that don't make no sense. <laughs> the monster. I mean, you know, <laughs> she, she, you know, it was like you had to show that this cartoon bunny was a woman, mm. you know, mm. and and you had to objectify her mm. a little bit. <laughs> you just to make it clear. I mean, that's that's clearly also when you think about it, that's how you market things. To kids, and again, I don't think kids know notice stuff like that. But like now, being an adult, mm-hmm. it's like this makes no sense. Like legitimately, well, I think, like I feel like I feel like there was the understanding of like, like why is this cartoon hot? Like there was that. Like we didn't necessarily know. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, didn't yeah. necessarily know what 
that that right. like this was only happening with with female cartoons but it w- but it was definitely like a it's weird that this cartoon is hot like that i think ah, gotcha. was was there for me at least at least by 96 i would have been 10 at the time i was like this don't make cartoons ain't supposed to be hot <laughs> I, don't, I don't think i noticed I'm not supposed to be attracted to yeah. a cartoon <laughs> i don't think i noticed that she was supposed to be I don't think I noticed cartoons like that because I think they always were cartoons. Things didn't get weird for me until Cool World, which that's for a whole another podcast. Oh, uh, when but, did uh, you see that though? Because that movie would have been out by. Oh, by now. Yeah. What's that? Cool, wasn't cool World cool like the eighties? Oh, Bray. <laughs> no, no. Cool World was nice. Cool World oh, okay. was Cool World was like the adult version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It was like Kim Basinger. Brad Pitt. It's one of Brad Pitt's first movies. Who Frame Rabbit is for adults. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was for, like, I watched Showtime After adult. Dark. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Oh, this wow. was like, they have sex. Cool world. <laughs> they have sex and she becomes, she becomes human. <laughs> yes. But it was, it was in theaters, yes. though. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like, I mean, it was already, but it was like, uh, yeah. 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 What Was it? Was it set in a Space Jam, A New Legacy? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to screenshot Bray's face because he seriously asked the question. <laughs> What's it set? <laughs> Just so you know, man, I can't... Well, you said it was cool. I'm just No, I'm asking you a question because you said it was cool world. So I figured, oh, world must be set out in Space Jam, A New Legacy. No, no, I didn't say... No, 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 no. I didn't say cool worlds. I said cool... World, I'm sharing this on the Instagram. Right. This picture is <laughs> that. That does not mean no, no. Well, I just figured. I mean, I don't know. Like, like our Earth is our world is hot, you know, because of global warming. So I figured if it's a cool world, it's got to be somewhere <laughs> out in Space Jam, a new legacy. Because <laughs> our world I gotta is get, hot. I got to get Gerard's face now too. <laughs> no man, don't. Do that. Maybe I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed. Here's my thing, because a lot of time I know it's coming, but then it's like, all right, when we get into an actual conversation, you let your guard down because you think your friend <laughs> is listening to you for a genuine reason. All right. Well, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. We win! (laughs) Uh oh, the remix! (laughs) Yo, I was waiting. Yo, I was like, this is fire. I was like, like the little gospel version of the uh, Space now. Jam, <laughs> her, her Franklin in here. I was like, oh, what is that? That was yeah, <laughs> that was dope. That really was great. I was I couldn't believe it. I was like, ooh, what, who I was, else like, was in that? that? This sounds Kirk. This sounds like Kirk Franklin. It was Kirk Franklin, baby. Oh wait, who else was in um, that song? Was Chance in it too? Um, no, he was in another one, but um, that was fire. It was a uh, little baby or something like that. Oh, is that who it was? I was like, whatever this is, this is fire. I loved it. Uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, this voice that you're listening to right now that you're like, oh, God. Sounds familiar. Like, um, getting to listens. I remember when I was in why. third grade and I had a teacher who just seemed chill, commanding, you know, respectable. 
but also fun. Well, that's my voice. That's Jonathan Braylock. Do you remind them of a teacher? I'm going well, home. You know, like, I'm you know, going third grade. When... <laughs> I'm so you upset. remind them of their third grade teacher? Yeah, your teacher? favorite teacher, your favorite third grade teacher. All right, cool. Sticks with you, you know? No, 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 no. This voice that was calm before this podcast that now has their blood pressure rising is that of a very angry and tired Gerard Milligan. Don't nod. Don't shake your head. Don't smile. I'm right? James the Third. Oh, well, hey, James. James. Wow. Yep, that's hey. it. Nothing else. Um, no bells and whistles today. Wow, that was really we okay. Are a movie review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of yeah. race and diversity in Hollywood. Oh yeah. And uh, today mm-hmm. we are reviewing Space Jam: A New Legacy, starring LeBron James and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and Don Cheadle. <laughs> no, 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 it's just no. And Don LeBron Cheadle. No, no. <laughs> and Don Cheadle. Yes. Respect and, on Bugs Bunny's name. <laughs> no, no. And Rosario Dawson and Zendaya. Uh, uh, <laughs> How are you going to say that <laughs> before you say Sonequa Martin Green? Uh, she was. Yeah, she was. She was um, LeBron's. Uh, Wife in this. Oh, film. Also, Kam- also, I'm gonna give him his. I'm gonna give him his flowers. Um, even Cedric Chris. Jones. No. Oh. So this is a dude I bring up all the time because I know him and we used to audition together. But Chris is in this movie. Tracy yeah. from um, Tracy from uh, um, Atlanta. Many people probably would know him by. He was like LeBron's assistant. He was great. I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, good for yeah. him. I think also um, there was a couple other famous. Where is it? You know, Wood Harris was in here. We got Anthony Davis in here, Clay Thompson in this jump, Sue Bird in this jump, Draymond Green in this jump. See, uh, but now wait, now with the Draymond Green thing, like I said, I don't remember seeing him. Wasn't he? Did I did I miss him? He was one of the um, Goon Squad, wasn't he? But the Goon Squad was just Anthony Davis. Da- Dame Lillard, Clay Thompson, and then you had the women. Um, you had Sue Nika. And Nikita. See, but even okay. Sue Bird, I was like, where was Sue Bird? Because I, I remember seeing Nika was the um, spider. Yeah. And then you yeah. had, what's her name? Um, oh, yeah. Um, this also the, says that he was in the movie, but not as a voice. So he wouldn't have been one of the oh. squad. Right. It says as Draymond Green. But I was like, who? Huh. I don't remember. Do you remember? I don't remember no, I don't remember seeing him. Um, um, well, oh, well, Diana Taurasi. Ter- she was the snake. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Maybe they didn't have as many people. So I was like, who was Sue Bird? Wait, who was the metal one that came? Um, was that not? Oh, was there a metal one? Yeah, the remember, metal remember, dude. Like, the, the metal dude who was super fast oh, that, and stopping time? That was Dame Lillard. That was Dame Lillard. Oh, that was Dame Lillard? Um, yeah, because remember, there was only... At the start, there was only four of them because it was the the son was the, the son. fifth player, mm. and then it was Clay Thompson was the hot the the wet hot guy. By the way, we got to talk about wet hot. What? what wet hot. Why were they? Why? 
why were they the things that they were? Come on, man. Wet like, hat, baby. What is, wet hat. It's like, what is it? Because he's a splash brother, but why does he, but why is he wet and hot? Because he gets because, on fire? I don't know. Yeah, man. That's the thing. He's, he's both, he's both wet and hot. What you mean, baby? They even say, they even say it in the movie. And then why was Anthony Davis a bird? <laughs> you like, know, because what else is going to match he, that? Do they call him Big Bird? Is that one of his? Yeah, they used to call him Big Bird. Come on, man. I don't know why. Okay, one, okay. I don't know why, um, Nick, uh, how you saying Nikita? I literally Nikita? don't know any of this. Nikita, uh, <laughs> this is complete. Nikita. I'm so out of my Nikita. element. Y'all talking about these <laughs> basketball stars and like w- the intricacies of who they, of why they were animated the way they were animated. Well, <laughs> well I got into to WNBA like last year, like 2020. And it's almost mainly because of how political they were. Um, but now I'm like, this shit's fire. Uh, and I'm trying to get tickets. So anybody got a hookup, holla at your boy. Also, Little Rel is in this movie. Yeah, Little Michael Rell. Michael B. Jordan. Gabriel Iglesias. Speedy Gonzalez. Also, big shout out to this dude who I met once in my life. Um, Eric, what's Eric's last name? Bowser? Um, yes. You met him? Eric, I met him once in my life randomly. Um, when I first got to LA and we were doing astronomy. Neka Ogumike is how you say it. Neka. Neka Ogumike. But the cool thing about Eric, though, Eric does like five voices in the movie. He doesn't do bugs in the movie, but they have a new Looney Tunes show coming out and he is the voice of bugs. And I think he may be the first person of color to portray bugs. It's only been like six people. But... Yeah, Cat was like, he's the first Asian uh, Asian man to play bugs. And I was like, the first Asian man to play bugs? Like, how many people have played bugs? <laughs> it's been like, six. What? Is... It's been six. Yeah, like that's six or seven. I, I I I would also believe first person of color, if if that is true as well. I think I think he, I don't know he's first Asian. I thought he was the first. Well, yeah, person. that's what I mean. That's what oh. was confusing about it. I was like, there's no oh. way a ton well, of he, people. Yeah, I mean, if he's the first person, he's still the first Asian. Yeah, man. yeah, he yeah. is still the first Asian. But I was like, oh, why is that? What people are, you know, just that? It's like, no, he's like. <laughs> He's the first. He's the first non-white person. Ever. Like he's broke the barrier for everybody. You know. Uh, anyway, uh, but there's a lot of people in this movie, man. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. You know. And I mean, yeah. It's Space Jam. They got the. They got the cameos. They got uh, Sarah Silverman and Steve Yeun and Michael B. Jordan makes a, a, a very funny that cameo. That was my and... favorite part of the movie. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Uh, of the movie. Also, the fact you that know. he started quoting. Um, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. That was uh, great. I was like, "Yo, this is such. This is such. You have to be a fan of Michael B. Jordan to know why this is really funny. <laughs> funny to me. Yeah. And I think Cedric Joe, the kid, Dom. I thought he he did well he too. He was great. I I, I like um, that kid. He yeah, he could act. He was great. Anyway, we uh we've already kind of started talking about this movie, but just real quick um. Well, you know we got to talk about Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yeah. No, we don't. It, 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 yeah, it does no, have don't. a thirty. It does have a thirty-one percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Eighty-one yeah. percent audience score. Yes, um, that makes sense because that critics are haters. <laughs> the original Space Jam. The original Space Jam had a forty-four percent Rotten Tomatoes and a sixty-three percent audience score. Ooh, now it's been out. It's been out longer, so right. you know the audience right. score might uh, probably will come down, but. For now, it's pretty high for for Space Jam: A New Legacy, and then box office. I mean, this did come out simultaneously in theaters and HBO Max, so it, box office is not you know quite 
you that. But uh, let's see. But it's what number it? one, baby. It's but number it is one number this one. weekend. It made about twenty four million. It says hmm. box office. Yes. And and it, it it should top off at thirty two oh, th- by the 32. end of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, should be, should be like thirty two. And like LeBron said, "Hi haters, what's Gucci? Y'all said we was getting washed. We ain't get washed." Because um, everybody said going into the projections where um, Black Widow was gonna come out on top, but also I'm like, Black Widow is a feminist feminist movie. Like men are still sexist, so that movie was never what? gonna do great to you. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's why. That's the reason. Don't, don't do that. That's the reason. It's not don't because be the it's not because it's the Space second Jam weekend that Black Widow's no, no, been out. Saying, it's not, I'm not because Space Jam is, <laughs> I'm not saying Space Jam is a bad movie. What I'm saying I'm not saying Space Jam is a bad movie. What I'm saying is the moment I watched Black Widow, I was like, "Oh, man, this movie's dope." I like this is a strong feminist movie. Fanboys don't be going for this. Fanboys don't be going for stuff like that. Did you hear that Hollywood? Don't bet on women because people that are anti-feminists are not going to support. They always hate. Literally, I I met I read most of the reviews after Black Widow, and I'm like, yo, for me, I really like that movie. We're talking about Space Jam, but I was like, it was such a strong feminist movie. I'm like, yo, fanboys usually will hate on like anything that shows like like oh strong women. They be hating, man. Like and I'm not on the fan side. I'm like, yeah, that's not a false statement that haters be I'm not saying that's the reason why Space Jam did well. I'm just saying like after seeing Black Widow, I'm like that movie. No, 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 no. I was just saying how strong, how strong the feminist uh, movie it was. Like, yo, I can't see, like unless a bunch of women took more daughters, I can't see all the fanboys who normally hate on everything that's like female driven be like, oh, we got to see this twice because they be hating. They do. Yeah. I still also think the box office is, 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 is crazy still. Bruh, it's, it's never going to be right. It's never going to be right. It's um, done. Anyway, but uh, that's what we that's what we got. So, yes, it seems like Space Jam, A New Legacy, has done well at the box office, especially considering, you know, opening on HBO Max for free. Um, and, uh, yeah, shall we Shall we do initial thoughts? Initial thoughts yeah. for Space Jam, I mean, I can go first. Legacy. I liked it. I liked it Jam. a lot. I know that there's a lot of hate spewing on the internet. <laughs> I had a really good time. Um, yeah, there's a lot of. I believe I, on Twitter I, you said it's a perfect movie. Well, uh, yeah. Did sure. you? You already spoiled your review. Huh? Yeah, I always do. I always do if I really like it and people are talking trash about it. I always do. But um, yeah, like uh, yeah, I know. I called I called it perfect, <laughs> which which of course is hyperbole. <laughs> but uh, but but I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was very well made. Like I don't think that movies need to have five story by and six writers. I don't think that that needs to happen because there's already so many cooks in the kitchen. But I guess with a you know with execs and other producers and what everybody else is attached, um, and that's a sequel. And and it's a right. And this is a sequel. So there's so much about it. You know, I don't know. So like, and I do think it suffers from that a little bit. It suffers from like having a lot of a lot of heads, a lot of cooks in the kitchen. But um, but I only had a couple problems with it in terms of like flow. Beyond that, you know, and like and like storytelling that like mirrored the first one that like could have that could have been stronger or flipped in a in a different kind of way. But like beyond that, like I had a lot of fun. I loved the the gratuitous <laughs> Warner Brothers stuff because that that always just feels like that's one of the big criticisms that i'm seeing is that people are like oh warner brothers blah it's like well yeah but that's what this is like they were like in the 90s they were like man nobody's watching these looney tunes what if we (laughs) 
what if Michael Jordan played a basketball? You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a good time. I thought Don did, Cheadle. Was, did you like Ready Player One? Um, no, I didn't love it. I didn't <laughs> love. It. I didn't love Ready Player One. There was, I, and that was also Warner Brothers, right? I. Th- was it? Let me look. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like a lot of the characters crossed over, right? Like Iron Giants in it. Yeah. And like, um, King Kong. I didn't have a sequel coming out. Today. Um, no, I didn't like. I didn't like that as much. But that was. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I. I can't say why I liked this better than that. Maybe this just had more nostalgia for me because it was also Space Jam. Um, you know, mm-hmm. which was something that I loved so much. And this also had more than one black person in it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just only had Lena. Um, but yeah, I I really like the. I mean, I'm excited to like go back and like look and see what little Easter eggs I I missed, and I'm more excited to do that with this than I was with Ready Player One. And I know I missed a million things in Ready Player One as well. So I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, but I did have a lot of fun watching this. I thought those kids were the kids were great. I thought uh, Chris was really funny. Um, and I thought LeBron did a great job. Like I, like LeBron deciding to be like. Oh, it is. <laughs> LeBron deciding to like lean in on like maybe he's like this this hard ass who's like really stuck on fundamentals, which I know is kind of takes where Jordan was to like another degree in this movie. But the fact that he started at like such a like I'm, you know, like not likable right now with how I'm treating my kids. I really liked that (laughs) for the journey that he went on. Um, So, yeah, so that's that's me. I'm not going to like, you know. Yes, I said it was perfect. <laughs> like, there are things wrong with it, but, like, I really had a lot of fun. Look, man, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I didn't want to watch this movie. Uh, I didn't like the trailers. I, I don't like the jersey. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the shoes. You don't like the jersey? Jersey's I mean, fire, it kind of grow me, but I'm like, no. It's fire. Um, I think the jersey's better than the old jersey. It is. E- a, you know, maybe it'll grow on me. It was just like... I could match stuff with the old one. You know what I mean? Like, you got the white, the blue, like, you know. Um, so, uh, watching this movie, um, going into it, <sighs> look, man, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm going to be straight up. Yeah, what is it? This movie's a masterpiece. All right? All right. Oh, it's, a it's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> All right? It is a goddamn wow. gift to everyone who saw it. All right? And let me tell you why. One, I am... A hundred percent here for all of the Warner Brothers stuff. I didn't realize almost everything I liked was Warner Brothers. Like I know I watch HBO Max more than any other streaming service. Mm-hmm. Batman, Warner Brothers. Matrix, yeah. Warner Brothers. Harry Potter, sure. Warner Brothers. That's okay, right. I'm looking at this joint, dude. There is a shot in this movie with um, the Adam West Batman. Okay. Catwoman, Catwoman, and Eartha Kit Catwoman, and Batman has got both of them, and he's like dancing. They went on each side. Come on, baby. Come on. Ba- <laughs> I the didn't Iron even see Giants that. That's are, amazing. I'm the, the, <laughs> mask, the mask is hanging out. The mask was there. Yeah, yeah I was saw 19, that. He's with 1960s Penguin, but also 1992 Penguin is I in that I didn't even jump. see the 60s Penguin. This is amazing. Come I can't on, wait, baby. Can't wait so to watch this basketball sequence so again. <laughs> I'm looking at this jump. There's a scene which should there's, not be in this movie. With, with the it. With, yeah, with it. And then it's not only it, but like is it, it's the gremlins and then like behind them it's the clockwork orange dudes. And I'm like, this scene should not be okay. But you know what? We're here. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? We're here. Also, Don Cheadle is having the most fun he's ever had, I can tell. The plot 
you know what? I'm gonna say this. The plot is better than the original Space Jam. They actually show off the Looney Tunes in more of a Looney Tune way. So we get like what makes them special more in this movie than the old one. LeBron's acting isn't great, you know, by any means, but it's still better than Jordan's was. Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, yeah, man. Like I, I, I genuinely like it. And also I do love that they switch it to a father-son story. You get a good father-son story. I'm here for it. This movie was the equivalent of I think I can fight my dad and win. That's what this movie was. It's like, mm-hmm. I think I can beat my dad. And then all of a sudden, instead of them fighting it out, it's like, oh no, man, I love you, son. I'm sorry. I forgive you. And then we kumbaya. I'm here for yeah. it. Masterpiece right. Braylock. I'd watch it again. There we go. Is Space Jam a new legacy? Here's the, here's the thing. Did I see Space Jam, the original movie, in theaters when I was a kid? Absolutely. Was I the most excited about that movie than I had been for any other movie up until that point? I I believe so, yes. <laughs> Why? I loved basketball. I loved Michael Jordan. I loved the Looney Tunes. The idea that I could see a human being with Looney Tunes at the same time blew my mind. Um, and then they did that. So the nostalgia factor of me loving the original Space Jam is always going to cloud our judgment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, at the end of the day, I do think is more for kids than it is for adults. Um, but it's it was, it was, it, they, I think they did a really good job, especially in terms of the storyline and the themes. Like, it did have, they, I feel like this movie tried harder to have, uh, one, a character arc for LeBron, more so than, like, Michael had. Um, and it had like, like really interesting themes that were like good for children to learn. Like, Hey, sometimes like, yeah, working hard is good. But like, if you take the fun out of the thing, then like, it's maybe it's not worth it. And like, also you don't have to be exactly who your father is. You can do your own thing, you know? And, and what makes you unique and special is actually what is great about you, you know? And that's the the whole diversity thing. It's like, they let, let the Looney Tunes be loony, let them do their own thing, let them be them, you know? So I loved all of that. Um, like I, I, at times I thought the plot was a little more complicated than it needed to be. Like there's something about the simplicity of the original space jam. That is a little nice, you know, (laughs) where it's just like, some weird space aliens want to capture the Looney Tunes as slaves for their amusement and they to challenge them and, and Bugs Bunny tricks them so that they could challenge them to a basketball game, but instead they steal the powers of other basketball players and, you know, they're in trouble, so they have to get Michael Jordan. And that's that. <laughs> this movie, it's like, there's an algorithm that is sentient <laughs> and all-powerful. <laughs> And can digitize humanity into into the serververse and is doing this because it wants recognition. Um, uh, And then it is forcing LeBron James and he has to go to the Looney Tunes. Oh, no, he's just forced to go to the Looney Tunes world by algae rhythm because they're the quote unquote bottom of the barrel. The movie also like was it was weirdly like a sequel and not at the same time. Like there were several references to the original movie, but then also 
it, it didn't it didn't play out like a sequel, even though the actual original Monstar aliens are in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? So there are definitely part, and there are definitely like script parts where I was like, oh, this was rough. I'm glad you guys loved Don Cheeto. I thought he was okay. <laughs> I loved him. I didn't think it, I didn't blame him, but it was it was there were some parts that felt tough. Um, but also his character was I, I don't know. I mean, it's it an was insane, insane character. <laughs> it's an insane character. <laughs> it's an insane character, and he had to act by himself for like half the film. all of it. He has some yeah. line reads where I'm like, "Yo, this was a trash line," and he is trying his best. It was a line he where really like. <laughs> Well, he was upgrading the kid and he goes, um, uh, uh, what did he say? It was like, I can do, it was like some long line, it was like anything. And you could tell every word he tried to make sound different, but it was just a basic ass line. And I'm like, you know what, Don Cheeto? This is why you got an Emmy nomination for two minutes of work because you're fucking yeah. fantastic. <laughs> My friend, uh, Kyle, suggested picturing tim meadows in the role and i was like yeah that would be there's something different there's something different about a comedian taking this role than i know don cheeto has comedic sensibilities like he's obviously been able to do comedy adjacent stuff but like it would be interesting it would have been interesting to maybe have like an actual comedian but that said it obviously don cheeto's great and you know uh but yeah i thought this movie was was fun i it's still you know i'm I'm a 90s kid, so I'm always going to love the original Space Jam. But I think that this movie will be great for the new generation. That's what this movie is about. It's a new legacy. It's LeBron. I don't know, man. You don't sound too convincing to me. But I, it's all right, people, because I'm going to talk about too this masterpiece. I'm not a part of the new generation. That's nah, the whole man. thing. This is my thing. This movie, I agree with you. Like It is tough because like, if you didn't grow up with LeBron, like if you grew up before LeBron, even, even if you grew up post Jordan but Kobe era uh it still will feel a little different but I do like like the easter eggs to like Warner Brothers stuff like I feel like our generation is the generation that made Harry Potter really popular you know maybe like I feel like we did make the Matrix pop and like I feel like it gates it, it it boarded the gap of people who are older than us our age and people who may be a little bit younger um and uh, I mean, Space Ghost was floating around in this show. <laughs> Ever watching Space Ghost on like Cartoon Network, yeah. like late at night? I had no clue that was a real cartoon until much after. It's tough because, like, I because Ready Player One kind of did all this already, so it it didn't it, it didn't feel unique to me. It just it just was like, yeah, we you literally Warner Brothers did make Ready Player One. So it was like, Warner Brothers has literally already done this. They've already made a movie. And that movie had built in to it why there is every single Warner Brothers mm. property in it. You know, it's like a movie about like a huge giant video game and people living inside the game purposefully. Whereas this was like, uh, it, it wasn't actually connected to the story. It was just like, it was fun though. It, I, I'm, I'm not denying that it wasn't fun. It was definitely fun. It just wasn't new. I guess. Did I you see Ready Player One? I saw it. I I enjoyed this more than Ready Player Maybe One. Maybe because it wasn't. Maybe because it wasn't connected to the story. But you know what it is. Ready Player One. Like I saw it, and I think the problem maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe that's something I can figure out. But there's something about like Ready Player One. All felt fake, even though this movie was a bunch of Looney Tune characters. 
You know what I'm saying? And maybe right. it's because, <laughs> but it's we, they were like people in costume, like I know, but like yeah, that's what I'm. That's what that's yeah. what I think is funny. It's like you yeah. think you felt Ready Player One felt fake, but yeah. in this movie, they literally had just random extras dressed yeah. up as like kind of like the they were they were actually, You know what it was? I was like, I was like, what is going on? Because you know what is so funny? I think maybe because. Um, yeah, Ready Player One. Yeah, they had the Batmobile. They had the DeLorean. They had the Iron Giant in that one scene with the race. But maybe because we had to care about the Looney Tunes. I, like, it's funny because I, I... Both of them, you're right, Bray. Both of them did the same thing. Just one felt fun and one felt like, all right. I don't know. It's like... Wow. Like, I, I had there no I had no fun with Ready Player One. And Take I went that, to, like, Steven a Ready Spielberg. Player One, like, that, immersive thing. It just felt... You know what it was? <laughs> It didn't feel like, um, ah, I think it's what it is. These felt like cool Easter eggs, whereas the other ones felt like, isn't it cool we put all this stuff in here? And we, like, it felt like we're trying to make it make sense. But at the end of the day, it's like, there's no reason this person has to have a DeLorean to race this thing. There's no reason you have to have a night. It's like, no, the character, the main character didn't have any, like, old retro thing to him. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. yeah, like I said, you you I think it's I, I think it's the the mere fact that Ready Player One was trying to link all of that extra stuff into the the plot of the movie and Space Jam really wasn't. Yeah. It was just like it's they're mm. all here because it's the server. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's yeah. like it's the appeal of like Wreck It Ralph and and stuff like that, where it's just sort of it's more like, you know, they're just here. And like, isn't this a cool they're, reference they're instead of like being like, right. everyone is cho- everyone's choosing this video game character. I don't know. I can't. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, man, I just didn't like that shit. Same, same. I'm like, <laughs> Where man. was the black people in Ready Player One? <laughs> you, the whole Where server was Bugs verse. Bunny in Ready Player One? <laughs> the whole server is we get that one black person. And when we saw the black person, Wait, that's not- <laughs> we got one. And then for the most of the movie, we thought she was like some big gargantuan thing until like midway through the third act of the movie. It's like, Oh, you're a black lady. Let's not talk about Ready Player One. Screw that movie. We're talking about <laughs> the black starring Space Jam. That's true. With, stars with damn near almost every black lead in this jump. I'm talking about this black ass movie, not the movie that won't put black people in it unless they in a goddamn costume and then for five minutes they get to be black. <laughs> I ain't talking about that movie. I'm talking about this black ass movie. <laughs> I did right, think it was right. interesting. I mean, I guess we'll go through it from top to bottom but i did think it was interesting that this time they animated lebron and i, I imagine it. that that was a time I, commitment thing more than two or money took, or a money thing it took i remember because a little plug and this is just so people could people be researching them and dming me yes i have technically worked for spring hill so I will say I like this movie outside of Spring Hill. <laughs> I like this movie outside of Spring Hill. Who knows that deep about you? Nah, man. <laughs> so, so, someone, someone DM me. I forgot you, know you who worked it is. for. I forgot you worked for Spring Hill. So, someone, <laughs> You're saying someone that somebody listened to once. this. <laughs> someone DM me once and was like, "Didn't you work for such and such?" And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't mean I know them or I like it. I don't know LeBron. I don't know any of them." But I'm saying this movie's good, but I do know it took them like two and a half, three years to get it done because it was a full, like quarantine helped them. It was a full year. I think in 2019 is when they wrapped filming. Yeah. And all of 2020 was like just animation, just animation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, I like, I did like it because it, it, one, it set it apart mm-hmm. yeah. from the original Space Jam. And also it was fun. The, the cartoon sequence, um, 
was fun. I liked it way more than I liked the when they got upgraded and they were forced to be like those weird. It was oh, yeah, funny same. that they were CGI so characters. mad that that they yes. were mad that they got upgraded yeah. that way. I thought that was yeah. a really good like dig at That's the true. At least like, they were yeah. At least they were like, "Ew, this is gross." Yeah. It was like and I was like, "Okay, it, it's it's funny because it's like you the movie." did this but then you're like commenting on yourself being like the only reason this is happening is because the bad guy wants it to happen like (laughs) isn't this bad and we're like yeah it is bad and they're like the characters are like yeah this is bad and we're like all right i guess that makes sense you (laughs) will pay for what you've done to us (laughs) maybe it was cheaper because they wouldn't have upgraded them the whole game would have had to be cartoons so maybe they would have had to animate everybody else like all the hidden characters would have had to be like cartoons and stuff which maybe takes longer i don't well i know that it just I, I can take time to 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 match you know one thing with the other you know to match the live action people with the animated people and they still had to to do that but they didn't have to do it as much you know and then like every time don cheeto's in a it was mostly like don cheeto interacting with that little thing that was floating around with him then it was like LeBron with the Looney Tunes because they animate LeBron for the first half, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't like that thing. <laughs> I liked it. It felt. It felt so lazy. Dude. I liked it. It was like I think the laziest part of this movie was like I was like, you guys really couldn't come up with a fu- like a actual side character to right. that was fun. I don't know. It just felt like they're like, what if it's just I don't know, like a floating kind of robot thing that just doesn't speak. He felt like the Q-tip. Like, what? The, the, he felt like yeah, the um, not yeah, Q-tip, the clip, the clip art, from. It would have been much better to have Clippy. It was funny when he has way more personality than what that thing was. I liked it. I liked it. You liked it when he had bad teeth. Did you like it? I thought it it was funny when Don Cheadle spoke to him. That was it. It made it worth it that he also could be like. And like they had a language <laughs> that was funny. Here's my thing is that that kind of stock character is in so many movies. And I feel like the that relationship in and of itself is is funny. But that thing wasn't as funny as it could have been. And therefore it was like, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like there are so many funnier versions of that specific like interaction. Yeah. Even in the even in the original Space Jam, like. Just having like a little pipsqueak alien with Danny DeVito as that monster thing being like, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Fine. You guys, you like this. No, I mean, (laughs) you're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong in your description, your description of this character. It just didn't like that. It's only me thinking about it now that you're saying that, that I'm like, oh, you know, I guess he's right. You know, but while I was watching it, it was like, oh, this is. Yeah. I think literally five minutes into it. It was like either you're gonna realize this is a kids movie, or you're gonna hate every aspect of this movie. And I, yeah, yeah. And it was like sure. it was like it was like I, <laughs> it was like I had to make an actual decision of like, hey man, like literally, I was like, I I I, I told my girlfriend this. I was like, yo man, I don't know if I watched if I watched First Kid again. I know we did it for the podcast, but I'm like, is that good or do we just like it? I'm yeah. like, this is a kids movie. Is it good or should it just be entertaining for kids? Like, what do I want to do here? Like, I remember seeing right. people on Twitter being like, it's not a basketball movie. I'm like, it's fucking Space what? Jam. Also, yeah, of course it's not a basketball movie. <laughs> it's Space <laughs> Jam. Also, I, w- I was expecting, because there was the dude, the stat, whatever that stat account was like, 
was put together the stats of like how how many shots Michael Jordan made versus how many shots LeBron makes in this. And so I was expecting, and it's it's dwarfed. Like he, the Jordan made like five times more shots than LeBron did. Wait, are they? Are, wait, this thing is was counting how many shots they made in the space in the jam movies. movies. Yes, yeah, right. in the space jam movies. Yes, I don't know this <laughs> account, but people were sharing it. That's all. Um, and and so That's I was so expecting. Funny. Knowing that going into the movie, I was like, oh, there's going to be like very little basketball in this. But because they're playing a a basketball video game and then they actually play basketball in the movie, it felt like there was more basketball in this movie (laughs) than there was in the first Space Jam to me. You know, like I was expecting there to be like none, like no basketball. I think this movie is longer for sure. And and I do think there is more just just in terms of that, like this movie just in terms of length, this movie has more basketball in it. So, like, what? Well, is it doesn't have more real basketball though, because the the original Space Jam movie we get to see, and honestly, it was one. It's one of my favorite parts of the original Space Jam movie, and I and I was kind of upset that like in this movie it's just them. Like, it feels like everyone filmed this on a green screen like that. Like, yeah. every single person, like mm. you know. And so, like, they had like when we see the actual basketball players. We don't get to see them being good and cool. They're just like kind of shooting around on some random basketball court. I don't know. And and some charity thing, it seems like. And like, whereas in the original Space Jam movie, they're like in the middle of a game, like a heart, an NBA Mm. game, Charles Mm. Barkley versus Patrick Ewing. And then they get their powers sucked from them and then they can't play. And that whole that whole sequence in the original Space Jam movie is actually very funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we don't get that, and it's it's fine. I get it. You can't like just duplicate it again. But it would have been. I don't know. There was. I was like, oh, I wish they. I don't know. Figured out another actually, way to do something like that. That would have been fun. Yeah, but, you're right because they don't you know. really talk about the players at all. I mean, I will say the difference is it's like they barely talk about the players. Yeah, like yeah. there's no talking. It's really about like every cutaway from LeBron was to his son. And this movie, this movie, when I was watching it, I was like, this isn't a sequel to Space Jam. This is a sequel to Hook. Like this is just Hook. It's like you're 100. percent It feels like Hook. You're right. It, it's like I think it's the same. It's the same setup kind of story. It's like yeah. literally all we needed to do was have um, instead of the scene where like um, the bad guy gives him all like upgrade yourself. We just needed a bunch of other like random robot creatures to be like screaming, Dom, singing a song. That's my boy, Dom. Matter of fact, I think even Don Cheeto calls him son in this movie. Yeah. I'm like, ooh boy, yeah, he does. I like this is just the same movie. Uh, but I like he also calls his, so. LeBron calls his own son's son like maybe one too many times. There's <laughs> a, a part of me that was like, if my dad kept calling me son, I'd be like, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> like, am I really why, not your son? Why are you saying my name? <laughs> like, did you forget my name? <laughs> um, no, but uh, I did like what I will will say is I did like the whole video game aspect of like if because it made it made sense like it. Mm-hmm. it I like the fact that this son was like super into video games. The, the the establishing of LeBron as like, you know, pushing his son too hard. It also that feels very black. It felt very black mm-hmm. to me. Like you had this father who was pushing his son too hard because that's how that's what happened to him when he was younger. You know, mm-hmm. uh, where of course we have, um, what's his name as the coach Wood Harris as the coach in the beginning. And I remember like when Wood Harris is like. This is, that's what you have to do to be the greatest, you know, like you can't play video games. And I was like, man, 
that is harsh on this no, little boy. What, what, you know? It gets even harsher because he goes, <laughs> if you can be good at this, you can change the life of you, your mother. Oh, yeah. I was like, and that's what they that's what they say, man. It's like, it, like yeah, he, he has so much responsibility as like a child. But it's real. It felt real. So yeah. real it felt dude. real to LeBron. You know what I mean? And I love that. I will say this. I respect LeBron so much because this movie, he really allowed for all the different criticisms and all that stuff to be in the film and like some of it to be real for his character, right? Mm -hmm. Like the fact that he coaches all of his teams, they made multiple jokes <laughs> to that. Yeah. Like I think at one point somebody was like, don't talk to me like that. I'm not your coach. <laughs> Daffy said that. And then later on, right before the game starts, Bugs goes, oh, you're one of those players. <laughs> oh, you're one of those players. Yeah. <laughs> like they, I love that. They were like, he like poked fun of himself for like being over dom, like, you know, domineering. And also like, um, the fact that he does it, he realizes like, okay, yes, this is what I was forced into. And like, it did get me to where I am and I'm grateful for that. But that doesn't mean that, you know, he finds out eventually, obviously through the film that that's the same thing for his son, that he shouldn't have to push his son like in the same way. Um, Cause like when, when Dom is like, you make me hate basketball, that's like, whew, yeah. you know, but it was just so real. So I will say like the original Space Jam never comes close to anything that, that feels that real. Yeah, you know nah, what I mean? That shit ain't got no plot. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> yeah, the plot yeah. is saving the Looney Tunes. That's the thing is the original Space Jam is about saving the Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this movie is about, even though they eventually do also have to save the Looney Tunes because they'll be erased from the server verse if they lose, the, this movie is first and foremost about saving his son and then his family and then the Looney Tunes and the world millions of other people <laughs> the world. who randomly are there now it's funny because it's like it it already had the stakes and they were like what if we just keep adding to it and it's like it's like lebron has to save the world even though at the end of the day he's only he only still cares about his son because also it's like, like where are these random people like they took flight attendants off the plane i'm like yo this feels unsafe uh yeah i mean this movie doesn't touch the fact that there is an algorithm that has the power to digitize no. human beings. Yeah. Just through a camera. And also this algorithm, this algorithm can listen and it can tap into seemingly anything. Any device. <laughs> any, any, any device with a camera or a microphone. <laughs> Not just the Warner Brothers devices, you know. Also, all they did uh, was, was win like, the game, right? Like the algorithm didn't, he didn't go away. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All they did was win the game. I was like, what's to stop this algorithm Cheating? from... I don't know. He was like, posterized, I, I, and so we were supposed to think that he can never get out of that poster, but... No. No. I've seen That's him do true. so he was much. Posterized. I, you saw him literally cheat <laughs> yeah. two minutes earlier, and they were like, he's cheating. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, do, yeah. I do love that he had anyway. this game, because you know what it was, man? Um... Bray, you probably definitely played this. Like, I used to love not only NBA Jam, but NBA Street. Do you remember when NBA Street came out? Yeah. Yo, oh, I remember, NBA like, Street, yeah. Yo, yeah. I forgot, was it EA Sports? Whoever does uh, NBA 2K are straight haters. Like, they uh, apparently NBA 2K, whatever company's behind that, like, 
did some bid with the NBA. So now NBA Street can never come back because NBA Street used to use actual NBA players and their likenesses and had the license to do it. This movie felt right. like, oh, what if you took that game and we just played that game? Um, <laughs> which was so fun. I love that that kid could play the game. And it honestly, was. I did enjoy, I have one gripe. This movie goes to DC World and shows Superman. You showed Superman. Yeah. Well, they became Batman and Ugh. Robin. Yeah, they also already just showed to get in, Batman. Just to in get the, in that joke. They showed Batman in the in the presentation. Not, not, not this, no. You go there, Gerard, the, just, you the Justice League shows up, and it's the old one, too. It's the old one, which is the best one, when Aquaman has the hook for a hand, all right? And I'm like, this yeah. is fire, and the Batman just don't drop down? By old, you just mean... You just mean the Justice League that happened when we were kids. It's not actually Bray, the old. old the old one is, Bray, 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 is we super old. fresh. That's, yeah. that's ancient. We old, nigga. Okay? I'm talking about the one that came out yeah. like 15, 20 years ago, Bray. It's old. It's old. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about the... No, no, no. I'm talking about the one we watched. Yeah, but, like, but there watched. is an older one yeah. is all he's yes. saying. I'm talking about the ancient one yeah. that came out 40 years ago, Bray. I'm talking about the, the one that came out one. 20 years ago. Yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean that just like is awesome. Yeah, that Aquaman, is, Aquaman awesome. is awesome. Uh, yeah, it was. Well, you know they had that little because I think they, I feel like they called LeBron, Batman and playing yeah. Wade yeah. Robin at some point, and uh, so LeBron is Robin, and Bugs Bunny is Batman. A little joke in there. There were some good. Here, here's the thing. Here's the other thing about this movie. I will say. I I want to know who had the final edit for some of these things, because there were some jokes that were legitimately, like, very funny, and then there were some that I was like, what? Like, <laughs> when LeBron first, like, <laughs> like they see the weird server bubble thing, and he goes, what in the Matrix hell? I literally turned to Tessa, and I was like, why couldn't they write him a better joke? <laughs> what is this? Because he needed to reference the Matrix again. <laughs> the Matrix needed to be referenced again, and that was it. What in the Matrix hell? It's like, we're going to see, we're going to literally see a scene yeah. from the Matrix. <laughs> you don't need to reference it. We're going to see a scene from it where Trinity is out and Granny's in. What if like, he would have said, like, what in the Ready Player One? Like, that would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't matter. What in the Ready Player One? I mean, the hard part is this. And the thing is, I'm talking about actor LeBron James, not, you know, school-making, superstar, NBA player. Acting LeBron James, I think, was good in um, Trainwreck because he was surrounded by comedians. They gave him jokes to deliver in this movie, and I was like, and he had to be scared at certain points. I was like, oof, man. Thank God I like you, LeBron, because some of this is rough, baby. Some of this was rough. Hey, I I I gotta say though, that man he really did. tried. Like you, I can he feel did. it. Like, you know, like at the end, like when he was when he was trying to get everybody hype with the Looney Tunes, like I could see him like yeah. really trying. And honestly, like, if I put this performance <laughs> next to uh, oh, Michael oh, Jordan's it's performance, better. it's like, it's yeah, it's I mean, good. There's one point something happens when he was talking to his son with the emotional part at the end when he was basically saying, son, I love you. I was like, yo, he's giving it his all. And I'm looking at the kid and the kid is like eyes watering up. And they cut back to LeBron, and then they cut back to the kid, and they don't cut back to LeBron for some of the dialogue. And I was like, this is a good director, man. This good director is like making sure LeBron's best parts are in, but he's seeing Not the kid doing all the emotional work. And it's like, 
I'm gonna show you this kid. Then I'm gonna cut across to show you the woman from um, uh, The Walking Dead because she tearing up. Then I'm gonna cut back to LeBron, and then we're just gonna see. You can call her the woman Star from Discovery. Star Trek. Oh, oh, well, she don't, I don't, I don't know. Is she, I don't know Star Trek. Is she on Star Trek? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, Star Trek I didn't know. Discovery. I didn't know. Good for her. Oh, mm-hmm. she's the lead. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, she's oh. the lead. Yeah. Michael, Michael I did like there was mm-hmm. another there was another joke though that I liked that he had it was it was a oh uh the com- the algorithm's black or the computer's yeah. black yes. whatever that yes. line was that yes. was so that funny was, that, that was funny yeah. <laughs> wait that's what Dom, Dom said Dom says I can see that but like, no I no, thought which, didn't LeBron oh, which say one that? says it so doesn't LeBron go I thought Dom said the algorithm doesn't he go son the computer's black like yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. That is a broad. Yes. Yes. Son, I love it. Black. Yeah, that was funny. There was another line in there, too, when they first met. I can't remember it. But I was like, oh, yeah, see? I was like, okay, so they could write good jokes. It's just somebody got in their corny jokes, though. I don't, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, there was one person writing good... I just felt like yeah, there was, was somebody was writing clearly... some good jokes. There was somebody writing some trash jokes, and... The trash jokes still stayed in because that person had seniority or something. I don't remember. Know there were six writers in this, <laughs> yeah, and then I also I like I feel like something like "What in the Matrix Hell" could actually be like a WB exec being like, "Uh, you know, we approve what in the Matrix Hell." You know, like <laughs> like that's the joke right, to put right. in. The- <laughs> I mean, I really do think this was like. I mean, see, like I love the one thing I thought was going to happen is I thought. Uh, um, how do you say her name? So, so, so Quia? Son, son of Quia. The, 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 the woman from... Sorry, no, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at... I'm reading the quotes. You know how like some to IMDb puts uh, quotes from the movie yeah. on here? And then one of the quotes is, Fred Flintstone, yabba dabba <laughs> No. So, delete this. <laughs> delete this. <laughs> he was in it. Oh, he was in it. <laughs> I was like, how are you going to put that as a quote from the movie? Is Fred Flintstone saying, yeah, but that would be I love it. Wait, how do you say the woman's name from Star Trek? Uh, I think it's Sinequa. I, I thought mm-hmm. she was going to play ball yeah. at one point. I thought at one point, I don't know why. There, there was no uh, reason. Yeah. But they couldn't bring her in. They couldn't bring her into the force field. At force field. I, do, I did wish, I will say this, talking about the actual basketball, there were some cool things, but I I wish that LeBron got to do some cooler style yeah. point stuff. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like I wish, like at one point when he when everybody was going loony, that he unlocked his potential because that was the one thing they did in the oh, uh, yeah. the original Space Jam is like like the cap the final cap moment was. Michael Jordan realizing he was in Tune World and that he could like do things that he couldn't do before, and they he stretches his arm all the way out, to yeah, score yeah. the dunk. Right? I was like, well, you could have upped the stakes in this movie where like LeBron finally is like, I'm not going to just do the fundamentals or whatever. I'm going to actually do what my son has been yeah. doing, and like they kind of do that with the ups, like him jumping on the thing. But I wish he could but like all I don't know, he I was did like, was the yeah. ups, and in the and in the opening yeah. sequence, you know, in the opening sequence, we see like he's dunking the ball and the ball's on fire and like when he passes yeah. it, it it passes in a laser beam like like if only he would have and and the way that his son is like 
is doing the doing the uh jumping on the on the thing and like he has he has like a cool move that he does with his foot like lebron could have been doing all that yeah. stuff that would have been so yeah, cool. Yeah. I never cool thought stuff. about that. Yeah, that it would have been. Ah, I was like, I wish they. Yeah, I wish they had him do some more cooler, crazy things. Um, I. I mean, of course, you know, like once the Looney Tunes get Looney, all that stuff is super fun. It's like mm. we saw it in the first movie. We see it again in this movie, different in different ways, and I definitely also, like that. Yeah. My boy, I, when the, in the when they first go to the Toon Worlds, when they first go to the Toon World, and uh, and Bugs like paints the tunnel and like runs down the tunnel and then lebron runs after the tunnel and runs into the wall why is that since okay here's the thing you guys i don't know if y'all laughed at that i laughed out loud and then cat w- and i were just like we stopped for a minute and we're just like why is that always funny <laughs> like we had to like we had to like stop and 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 talk to each other about the laws the laws don't make so sense <laughs> it's it's just classic it's just classic comedy it's like it's like you expect one thing to happen and something else happens and it's and that's funny because it's like it it yeah. broke the logic. Yeah. And it like you know? became funny that it becomes funny this time because we all know that joke. It just becomes funny that like now it's funny that LeBron didn't go I'm in Toon World. Let me <laughs> let me not try nah. to run down. He, he, had, he acknowledges <laughs> it once he hits it. He goes uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like, and, it hits it. <laughs> and the thing that's so crazy is like I did like anytime Brad, I think you're right. I do like that he became animated because it came way more fun seeing like the animated LeBron James. Also, that animation style was dope as hell because it felt classic, yeah, but like new. And also, it felt like, um, um, especially the way LeBron looked himself, it felt like I don't know if you guys seen like, like when young black artists will like sketch like characters, they kind of have like a little edge to them. Like it felt, it felt cool. It felt a little cooler. And I was like, this is fire. Um, I also will say the moment, the moment LeBron gets, because also he gets to do all the cool shit. Like he gets to dress up as like Neo from the Matrix at one point. You know, he gets to dress up in, in Harry Potter gear, the animated version of him anyway. And I'm like, that's, he gets to be in Casablanca. Like that stuff is like kind of dope as hell because let's not forget, Casablanca's racist. So, <laughs> that was the one thing that was weird. I think in Casablanca, Let's instead of being a cartoon, he was uh he was a human. Was he a in human that. in Casablanca? He was a human in uh he was a human in the things where they were like supposed to be kind oh, of Oh, he was a human well, anytime. Was any he? Like, was he, he was human he was human in well, in Batman he, too, right? In the Mad Max. Oh, oh and Mad he was Max, human, he was in, human. In, in Yes, and he was human in Matrix yeah. too, right? The only thing that was odd to me, I guess, was that they was Harry Potter, they go ba- they go to they go to animated DC world, and so he's animated DC. Okay, 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 okay. I just wasn't tracking that, right? Because he was animated in animated DC, world. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that stuff was fun. I didn't. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Some okay. of them, I was like, this is <laughs> like the Matrix thing. You already talked about it, Bray. But I was like, this is just. The Matrix, like it's just the Matrix yeah. with Granny, like, <laughs> like yeah, what? with Granny. I was like, there's nothing to it. There's not like you didn't put any thought in it. It's not it, whatever. <laughs> like I, I <laughs> like even Mad Max, even though that made sense for Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner to be in it, I still didn't. I still was just like, this is just. It just felt. It just felt random, but that's fine. <laughs> it's like yeah. whatever. They get to do their thing. It was it was very short. It was a montage. I liked the I liked 
when they were in the alien ship, LeBron was like trying to decide oh, yeah, yeah. who's like the care. Like he was like, all right, well, like we'll get Superman yeah, and we'll King get Kong. Iron Giant. And then Iron Giant will get to play with his hero. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would been great. Also, when Iron Giant came and he was massive, um, I was like, he'd have been such a good teammate. He'd have been such a good teammate. <laughs> oh, I will say that the might the we already said this, but that Michael George, where they're just like, he was, Sylvester <laughs> the Cat was like, I got Michael Jordan. And they're like, what? And like, I liked that LeBron, when he started coming in, LeBron kind of yeah. lights up too, yeah. you know, like, and I was like, that's nice. I like that he like was excited. And then it's Michael B. He's like, you got Michael B. Jordan? I screamed You couldn't get loud. Michael A. Jordan? <laughs> also, and, and, and the thing is so funny. Oh, did he say not yeah. Michael yeah. A. Jordan? Yeah. yeah. He said you couldn't get Michael he's A. Like, he Jordan. Look anything alike. It's hilarious. <laughs> I screamed to Kat, if it's not Michael B. Jordan, I'm going to turn this movie off. <laughs> like when they- But also, it's so dope. I just loved how Michael B. got hype. Like, I don't know why. I love when characters who seem too cool. I know, yeah. Like, like, Four hearts. Clock can't lose. Like, hey, man, too much? Too much? All right, cool. I'm going to just go back to my seat. <laughs> no, that was great. His cameo was definitely the best. It, it was, was like, perfect cast. It makes sense. No, it was it was perfect. It was like a bit, it was yes. that Bill Murray moment. But I you know? thought it was it's so great. It's so funny you say that because I was like, oh, man, there's no Bill Murray. I was like, it's Chris because he's like the assistant. He's supposed to be Bill Murray. I was like, nah, he's more of like, yeah, I think he Chris was. Was, he was Wayne Knight. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I like, oh, so when okay. Michael B showed up, I was like, yo, Michael B about to be out here balling. And I was like, that is going to be the Bill Murray moment. And then we find out Michael B's trash in basketball. That's what I thought. <laughs> he's like, and then he's like, hey, man, <laughs> you know, I played football on TV for like six years. I should just, yeah, I should, I should just sit down until y'all have a sequel or something like that. <laughs> I thought that's how, that's how he was going to go. <laughs> but um, it's so funny. I thought he was going to be the worst. Yeah. That was a, yeah, I love that moment. And I don't, yeah, they, they didn't really have a Bill Murray type of, and that's that's fine. Yeah, I, look, I feel like Chris Davis was giving it his all. I was And the thing is, I can't tell, because this is my thing, I'll be honest with everybody at home, all right? I can't tell if he was good or if I was just jealous. That's all. Because I was like, man, I ain't know they were auditioning for a fucking Space Jam. <laughs> I will say this. I liked him. I thought, I, I Maybe legitimately thought he was funny. Okay. Like, and mm. that, like, okay. I felt like he knew what movie he was in, you know? But also, <laughs> like, I feel like, mm. I feel like, like Chris, you don't think so? Really? He felt out of, he felt, I thought he had a lot to do. I, he felt out of place to me. Yeah. I, I felt like everybody else, I, it's weird because the movie is very loony and silly, but it was like, I don't know, man. L- Lil Rel came in and I thought Lil Rel was hilarious and, and crushed it. Like, yeah. And it was random, but it was like, I thought he crushed it. And the the Malik stuff felt, it all felt very forced to me. But it felt like a kid. It felt like a kid movie. Mm-hmm. It was like, he was in the kids movie. And I was like, okay, I get that. But then I was like, but I don't know. Everybody, every other human being is like, it's not, they're not quite pushing as yeah. much. I really like his character, Tracy from Atlanta. And it just felt like Tracy got another job. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was the same character. And it's just like, I but yeah. I think though because mm. I know what you're saying but I think it feels like that because at least in the original Space Jam we have Chris Knight there even in Toon World to make it wacky and jokes and then back in the real world when they cut back Bill Murray's there to also keep that kind of comedy going whereas in this movie like Bugs Bunny's the jokes besides like the punchlines um, it's like when you go back to Chris Chris is having a good time and even when him and um 
LeBron's wife are going back and forth. She's kind of in on it. But it just feels so jarring because everything else is so serious. <laughs> but, like, he's back here kind of being slapsticky. But I, I, I will say this. Like, the Wayne Knight, if he's the Wayne Knight, the reason that I feel like Wayne Knight works more as that kind of character is that he's this short white dude who's looking at LeBron who's looking at Michael Jordan like, oh, like, you're Michael Jordan. Like, he's so enamored with him, you know? Whereas Malik isn't that. He's like, he's like, his, Michael, he's LeBron's assistant, but is also his friend. And then like, but like in the beginning is like being a mm. bad friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he like loses him. And his character just, it wasn't the same. It wasn't quite the same. So I... I don't know, like no. the the relationship wasn't the same, and I just kind of I, I like, get what you're saying. Like what you're saying is they shouldn't have hired like a six foot two dude. They should have hired like a five, you know, average height person. Um, who listen, is also yeah. listen. The answer is always the that they could have hired one of us. That's always the answer. <laughs> <laughs> they always could have hired one of us. <laughs> well, even so, like like if you think about it, like. You know, like he didn't need this part, obviously. But if it was somebody like Kevin Hart, it would have felt different. Right. Like right. Right. it would have yeah. felt different if it was like uh, somebody who like was like, oh, oh, come on, LeBron. Like, oh, like even in that scene, even when he's like not being good friend, if he was just like, oh, no, man, like it's, it's kind of cool because it's like you and like you as Harry Potter. Yeah. Damn. No. Like he was Harry Little Potter. would have felt different that. in that part. Too. Like, I don't know. Like, like, you said now. I also just Real thought, yeah, I also just thought that there was. <laughs> Because when in his first scene, when he first starts that like kind of like erratic, like, oh, no, I lost him behavior. It was a little jarring to me. But then I but then by the end of that first scene or whatever, I liked it. But it, to me, it just felt like there actually just needed one scene bet- between the him learning about the algorithm and LeBron not wanting to do it. And then him taking them to Warner Brothers again and them getting lost like they needed. I just needed one more scene in between that to get a little bit more about him being like, I don't know, feeling responsible for them, feeling like one scene that let us well, know had, why he, he would had fall the down. scene with the security guard. Well, that's the thing is that my thing is like, he had that scene with the security guard. Yeah. And again, like he's, un- he, he wasn't the funny one in that scene to me. The yeah, security the security. Was the yeah. Funny one. That's yeah. black Jesus. <laughs> you know, like he was like this. That's like dude, black Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Anyway, but you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, I, I, like I said, I thought the, the rel and who's that other announcer? Cause he's a, he's a, it's an he NBA, is, he's an NBA, NBA dude. Announcing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the the department I had no, Kat was like, who is the, who's the other guy? And I was like, he's an, he does announcements. He is not. <laughs> yeah. He does the stuff with, he does the stuff with like Ch- Charles Barkley and, and yeah, Chad. Bro, you should know this. Uh, and uh, Kenny the Jet. This is some Batman shit. I would have it. This um, is sports. People oh, say, man, what's his Ernie Johnson? Name? Why can't I find? Oh yeah, okay, there it is. Ernie, yeah, Ernie Johnson. Um, that was great. I'm sorry. I I I know the names of the his co-hosts because they're famous basketball players. And he's just the white. <laughs> guy. Yo, when Rick and Morty <laughs> showed up, y'all. When Rick and Morty. <laughs> something about that. Okay, can I be honest about that? So, oh wow, something that was, about that, that was felt crazy. Like, <laughs> It showed the power of Warner Brothers because Rick and Morty feels, this is going to sound dumb, please correct me wrong, it feels so anti-establishment that that moment feels like something Rick and Morty would make fun of Rick and Morty for doing. Like, I feel like in this season, once this comes out, there's going to be a joke about how Rick and Morty had to do that because Warner Brothers made them. And I'm like, I'm looking for that. 
Because if not, I'm going to be like, what the yeah. hell was this? <laughs> yeah, but then I also just feel like Justin Roiland was like, yeah, I'll be in Space yeah, Jam. Like, <laughs> I'll say a couple lines in Space Jam. These these characters I created are going to be in Space Jam? Yes. <laughs> you know, like, True. I mean, I did, right. man, they had Taz, baby. That's my um, favorite one. Who was yeah. your favorite growing up? Looney Tunes. Yeah, well, Taz, I feel like Taz didn't get to do much in this movie. He did nothing. They disrespected Taz, man. Marvin the Martian got more love than First Taz. First of all, why wasn't Taz? I mean, I get that, you know, Taz being, I guess Taz being with Rick and Morty is funny, but why wasn't Taz in the Mad Max world? Like, what? Like, he could have been the storm. <laughs> he could have been the <laughs> like, storm. Like, the know. storm is coming, and then like it's I said, him. They, it didn't really, they didn't, I don't know. I didn't feel like they thought through this like stuff Taz is also he is the best I know Marvin's cool people love Marvin the Martian or whatever I mean that um, he would have made sense to be why are you saying that like but, Rick and Morty like, that would have like been that would have made a lot of sense <laughs> no you know what honestly I used to I grew up in like um yeah like y'all remember we talked about it like when they had the Warner Brothers store and they had like um there was an amusement park what was it like is it uni- like there was an amusement park that had a bunch of Warner Brothers characters on it? Was it Six Flags? Six Flags. Is it Six Flags? Six Flags. Yeah. Six Flags. So I remember growing up and my cousin, who everybody loved in my family, I loved Taz. So all of a sudden, this nigga always wanted about Marvin the Martian stuff. Anytime we go in the gift shop, got to get Marvin the Martian stuff. They never had Taz. They got tons of Marvin the Martian, and I want Taz to get his light. Okay, he needs to get his flowers because he's cool, and people think he's not smart because he doesn't speak in English. But you know. He's a cool dude. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I like Taz. I like Roadrunner. What's the furry thing? What's the big furry thing? Like the yeah, um, he he is he just know, like he um a, a, like monster? <laughs> he probably has a name. Is he? I mean, I know he's a monster. I just don't know if he had a name because he was all up in this movie. I'm sure, you know he I'm does. Saying? Yeah, he was in it way more than he was in the original Space Jam movie. Probably because he's so tall. Oh, Gossamer. Also, I was like, thank you, Melissa. Gossamer. There was also one thing I was looking at. Um the starting five of um, Space Jam of the Looney Tunes team, it was LeBron, Lola, Bugs, Sylvester, and Tweety. And I was like, that's your starting five? You got Tweety and Sylvester on your starting five? <laughs> yeah. How, why is Tweety and Sylvester on the starting five? Doesn't make any sense. I was like, what is... Ha- Bron, you don't want to win. You don't yeah, want to win. starting five didn't make any sense. Why is um, Gossamer not on the starting five? It why was is also, Taz not in here? I will say... Like, even though I liked it in, in terms of story, it was so weird that LeBron kept being like, we got to do fundamentals. I was like, fundam... What? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, did you or did you not see the original Space so, Jam? I can't tell. You guys keep referencing... That, that was one of the things that bothered me. So one of the things that bothered me was they referenced the, the first Space Jam, but then, like, it, 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 like, you would think in 1998 when we see the, tune, the Looney Tunes bag that LeBron had, like, that that's a Space Jam merchandise. Had also seen oh, yeah. the movie. Like that, like right. Yeah, like, that he had, you know. And then the other thing that bothered me in this sequence was that, like, they had been referencing the first movie so much, it just felt like it would make sense for the, for the Looney Tunes to be like, listen, we've been through this already. You know, yeah, like, and th- that this. they say to him, like, you're two in your blah, 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 blah. We, you gotta let us be us, you know, or whatever. Whatever. But like the fact that they didn't acknowledge that just felt like it was like you're just doing the same thing again. And and that, you know, that that was not as satisfying as it could have been if they would have just acknowledged it somehow. It also didn't quite make any sense because it was like, you know, like LeBron has to know 
that they're playing like once he knew that they were playing the video game thing it was just like why wouldn't you want to be it was weird that that halftime the other thing but i it's weird because i again i kind of respected almost that like in the original space jam michael jordan is the one who gets the pep talk yeah, he's yep. the one who gets all of the Looney Tunes to believe in themselves, and he does it's him that. And Bugs with the juice. With the oh, water. him and Bugs with the like the special juice. And in this movie, it was like LeBron was completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. like, at halftime was at halftime was still like you all suck. And I was like, wow, this is a hundred percent a commentary on him as as a player. Yeah. Like you know, like being like, why am I? I'm carrying this team. I'm so mad at you guys for not being good. And they're like, just let us be us. And then finally he's like, oh, okay, you're right. I, that's what I should do. So it was like, oh, wow. Like he didn't have, I don't know. He wasn't the, he wasn't the hero in that moment. Right. Like, but it gave him more of the story, you know? Yeah. Which is, it, it was like, he had to change too. I will say an interesting thing where we talk about like, movies and television shows with black leads sometimes what happens is when white people write that they because they want the black person to like be so good that they actually wind up taking away the story arc from that character and it's like even mm. though that person's the lead the like interesting character is the is the supporting character they're the ones who have the actual story and the story arc because they're the ones who have a flaw that needs to be overcome. And then the black character doesn't have any flaws and they're just kind of the same throughout the movie, you know? So I was like, even though it was unexpected, I was like, I actually like this. I like that they did that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, I don't, they had, they just wrote good story arcs for them. And it's crazy that like, I don't know, one of the, one of the, best black story arcs not best but like looking at this movie space jam and being like oh man it was so cool to see a father son like this black dad have to go through something for his son and it wasn't like his son is about to sell drugs his son yeah. just wanted to play video games like that's literally <laughs> it was like hey dad i don't want right. to play basketball i just want to do these games like that's that's the struggle of this whole right. thing right and and the video game specifically was something that lebron had to give up because people were like and it's just real of like kids today, of kids today of being like, you know, parents being like, oh, video games is a waste of time. And it's like, actually, it's a career, you know, mm -hmm. like a very profitable career. If you just you can make so me. much money just playing yeah. games. Um, um, yeah. And then, you know, then they win. <laughs> they win. And then there's no after credit scene. Right. I didn't. I didn't watch, watch I no, didn't, right. if there was because it came up right away. But I don't know if that's HBO Max, but they're like. Well, it was more just like the weird pictures of them. Yeah, those were yeah, funny. in like the real world. Those were funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, man. Which listen. they didn't explain, by the way, how Bugs Bunny got into the real world. I was like, wait, are we just... <laughs> hey, he's a tomb. You said no, you really think they were going to be that easy? All right, cool. He's a tomb. Well, he's I'm a fine tomb. that he's alive, but how did he get into the real world? Right. It would have been great. So this would have been cool. This would have been cool. I would have liked this. So, what if the... um, What if either the older brother... Or the younger sister, they actually have a passion for drawing, and then and and like a week later, they're like, "I drew, I drew bugs," and then somehow that drawing was able to like into life. Bring That's good. That's good. James, you should have been the seventh writer on this. Movie. I listen. I I, I would have taken that job. <laughs> I would have glad. <laughs> I will gladly come in and and you know just look at little pieces and try to move little. Hollywood, I will do that. Can I talk to Hollywood for a second? 
<laughs> Go ahead, you talk to Hollywood. If you're first. already Go hiring ahead, five and six writers, I will gladly be the sixth, seventh writer. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Is your Hollywood for a second just a pitch for you? Like, <laughs> That's what just asking to be hired. I, listen, I, listen. Your boy, your boy could, could, could use a job. That's what I'm, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> your boy could use a job, and I just there's just a couple pieces. Just a couple pieces. I could have, you know, just put this here, move that, plop this scene right here, you know. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. I got you. Taz, mate. Taz is the storm in the... <laughs> I would have done all this. Uh, which I love. I love. I mean, you know, to quote Space Jam, a new legacy, yabba dabba do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, man. You can't talk to Hollywood no more. Nope. Every, every, Hollywood. This is my new bit. My you new bit is now. I'm going to talk to Hollywood. You can't talk to Hollywood no more. Listen, Hollywood, all I'm going to say is this. Look, man, Space Jam is great. I love that it's a father-son story. But please do not forget, Hollywood, black people have so many ideas. And I'm talking about black artists specifically. I understand we're redoing Space Jam. I understand we're redoing House Party. I understand we're redoing, um, what is it? The, the Wonder Years. I get it. I get it. But just know there's so many of us who have like the idea that could be the new classic y'all can reboot in 30 more years. You know, like we got the, we got the juice, baby. And the thing is, every time you're like, oh, why do we got to keep remixing this white superhero to be black? It's like we got superheroes, baby. We got black superheroes. We can pitch all day. Okay, we got sci-fi stuff we can pitch all day. I know Braylock got a sports movie somewhere in there. You know what I'm saying? There's ideas from people, okay, who are black, who don't revolve around our blackness all the time. And it can be us in space. It could be us in some underground, like, like world that no one even knew exists. You know? It could be us, like, on our own island that, like, we're fighting off zombies, but, like, oh, we're really good at it, not because we're black and the zombies don't want to eat us. It could be so many things that are new and fresh, and you should let us do it. Is that a thing, that <sighs> zombies don't want to eat black people? No, it was just, it's a famous sketch from um, Key and Peele where, like, um, everyone turns into zombies, but the zombies don't fuck with black people. <laughs> Why don't I remember <laughs> so that like one? They, so, like, so it's like, I'm sure, like it's they get to kick out. That. It's like yeah. they get to go on the cookout and all this other stuff. Hold on, can't peel. Oh, yes, um, yes, I remember that. And also, just to continue my Hollywood talk, I got mad ideas. Oh, no, stop Those this. ideas that I was talking about, I got decks on decks. Come talk to a brother. Holla at your boy. Anyway. Is that, right, is they're that, not listening. That, um, now, thank you so much. <laughs> it is time. It is, uh, it's time for Red the teams. cause. What? I just hadn't said it yet. So. Wait, what? What did you just say? <laughs> I'll just make sure I said what Red did you Tails just say? because I hadn't said it yet. Why? Because I normally talk about it. Okay. <laughs> wow, this is, the, this is the laziest bit I've ever heard. Uh, it's time for the cause. We rate me you so Goodness. We review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we think, I don't know if this helped the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Okay. It's not based on how much we like. Uh, uh, on, the, on the count of three, we'll raise up our, our ratings for uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Three, two, one.
Oh, snap. Three black fists for Space what? Jam. Bray, Bray, I didn't know where you were going to go, Bray. I didn't I know where you were going to go. You know what? I was so close to giving it a palm, but then I remembered that the son, Dom. I'm about to say Dom. Dom. That, he's, that is exactly he, the reason to give it a palm. The son, is Dom. This, is the son. He, he, he I'm sorry, Joe, a fist. Like, a fist, yeah. He did so well, and I think he's got a lot of potential. I don't, you know, I don't think this helped. I mean, obviously LeBron. I mean, come on, like LeBron. Spring Hill, it definitely helped him. But like, I helped that bo- help yeah, the kid. His help the kid. His, his next acting job, um, to say right now, my friend, I will never watch it. But he is playing Emmett Till, um, in a new project coming out. Wow. Uh, good for him. Wow. Not gonna watch it, but good for you, brother. I will buy a <laughs> ticket or put it on my screen and walk away until it's over. But good for you, brother. Um. Seriously, like he, and also he's only been around for like, when you look at his IMDb credits, it's like one, one part here, one part there, one part there. And it's like, yo, he built up to this. Like he was on, was it Game Shakers? And then he had one episode of uh, uh, Modern, Modern Family. Family. Like he, he worked his way up, man. My I guy like was this. on Game Good Shakers? Game Shakers, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. just an episode though. Wasn't on the show. Yeah. Everything was one episode, which was cool. Okay. Oh, it looks like the Emmett Till thing is, is one episode too, right? It's oh, women God. of the. It's like that a, show. Yeah. Well, one episode. Oh, All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We have links to merch. We have a link to uh, a defunct Patreon with a year's worth of episodes if you've never seen it. Um, you know. We got some cool stuff. Um, also, if you rate and review us, give us five stars. Uh, we'll read your review on the air. Um, this one is by Don Bangs. Finally, I love the podcast and I'm so excited to find a review podcast that is black. I've been catching up on all the old podcasts. If you guys could do the Tomorrow War, it's on Amazon Prime. I know you guys would have fun with that, except for the fact that it stars... Chris Pratt. Yeah, Sam Sorry, Richardson. Yep. Is he like a co-lead? No, he's no, not even a co-lead. No, he's uh, no. no, he's very much the supporting character. He's fun, but he disappears for at least half the movie. Okay. Um, mm. Great, great. Maybe you know, great supporting character though. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at John Braylock, JohnBraylock.com. It's my website. I'm at James Third Comedy. Third is three RD. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. All right. Um, and I think we might try to review Escape Room. <laughs> I don't ah. know if that will be next. I think it's going to be fun. Gerard, you, why are you saying, have you, do you not like horror movies? I do, but is it? You it's know a what good it is? horror movie. All right. Maybe I, I missed the episode when you guys did the first one. Because I'm like, it's an escape room, like based on the escape rooms. It's like. It feels like that Ouija board movie where it's like, I don't need a movie about a Ouija board. You know what I mean? It feels I like didn't need to. I would have no, never seen so the movie had we not done it for the podcast. Um, and I had a All great right. time. The actual, the actual premise of it's an escape room, except this room, if you don't escape, you die. That is, that's more, that's inherently more exciting than Ouija board for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what it was? You know what it was? It just felt like. It felt like really a movie about an escape room. It was going to happen eventually, but since y'all said it's good, I definitely do. I have. To, I probably should watch the I first think one. They, I think they do a good job with what that premise is, and at the end of the day, it's all it is is just elaborate traps, es, es, elaborate trap like clues 
elaborate traps where if you don't figure out these clues, you're going to die. I still think about <laughs> Deborah Ann Wall's death. It was so sad. She, oh. she had a Poseidon adventure death. She was hanging on the thing and she felt, oh man, it was too much. Deborah I don't know who that actress wow. is. So I don't know From True Blood and, and Daredevil and stuff. Oh, yeah. she was in Daredevil. Yeah, you said that. All right, it's fine. Let's go. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever.